I do believe you will find this is more than true. Frank walks to his locker fast. I mean, a kid will move faster than an adult. Can, at a moment's notice. The matter here was whether or not they could keep up. He could keep it up. The hallway turned the stairs. He bounds the last heights of stairs, the steepest mountain. The palace room locked up atop. The locker, the combination. The blue-green locker popped open, revealing the messy stash inside. Debris of desire unfulfilled. Wadded papers. Sweat greases his motion as he wipes his brow. Exertion and stress. An emotional shower. The heat being on, he is hot. How far back are they, talking about him? Frank doesn't turn his work in, what a shame. A disappointment, yes. Frank talk. Frank talk abounds. A man's locker is his hideaway, his home away. A stash for trash, shared with one, a random random, computer assigned a locker mate, a forced union, good or ill, two 13-year-old boys. But the locker mate is an innocent, a simple Simon, and Frank fumbles for the stash. The stash at hand Frank received from another seeker, a surprise windfall of forbidden knowledge, buried in the pile at the bottom of the locker, because the one who gifted them was afraid they would be caught with them. And that wouldn't do. At all. Think. He grabs them all, two hands full, shoves them in a bag, looks around. The locker room is silent like a crypt, linoleum and steel clean. The garbage. He plants the stash in the can, squeaky clean. And it was just in time. Because he could hear them. Chorus of two chirping away. His mother and the meaner bird, Mrs. O'Donohue. Mrs. O'Donohue was a mean old cuss. Not that she cussed. That was just a word from cheap Western paperbacks. They were making them read Shane in English class. Page after page of problems with a stump. Explosive. It was a snoozer stump removal. And that wasn't Mrs. O'Donohue's bag. She played the numbers weekdays. And she was insistent that she be called Mrs. So we didn't think she was minus something. So we would think she had it all, which none of us thought. And she, what she wanted, all she wanted, was a little respect for her station in life, which was denied at every turn. And they came in from the stairs into the locker room, turning the corner around a line of lockers to get to the inner wall next to the administration hall, where Frank stood looking casual next to his locker, why, he had closed it again and was just dialing it open as they came. As if he had just got there, a numbers game, a trickle of sweat running down his ear. Oh, the lack of organization, said Mrs. O'Donohue. Sloppy surroundings, sloppy work. His mother said nothing but looked respectfully at Mrs. O'Donohue. Just terrible, Mrs. O'Donohue continued. She was all wound up. The lack of potential. I mean, not living up. Not doing the daily work. 
It was the daily work which prepared the students for daily life. She had lectured to Frank's mother on the way up to earn one the position of respectability in society, such as that afforded to Mrs. O'Donohue. A station in life, respectable. Frank's mother was a housewife, so she bought into that shit. Math was the worst. It's supposed to make sense, and that daily work was supposed to be completed in class, so there was no way it wasn't done. And that's how it went. That's my locker mates, Frank said, pointing at the bottom of the cage. Traitor. It was covered in wadded papers. Dirty. And who knows what's there? Who indeed? Why did he not put the stash there, not in the can? Then say, that's my locker mates. Fuck, stupid. No, the garbage was a safer bet. Play the numbers. He looked at it. He looked at it. He looked at it to the side, half expecting it to be emptied any time and the stash irretrievably lost. He pointed at the top shelf. That's mine. Mrs. O'Donoghue plucked a tattered and wadded paper from the shelf like it was a dried-out rose with thorns. She unfolded it in her wrinkled hands. It was a math worksheet, completed, graded by her own hand. At the top, she wrote in red felt, sloppy, sloppy. Here is one, she said. She plucked another. Here is another, ungraded work. How can it be ungraded when you wrote on them, Frank said. Did you pass them out blank but graded already? Smart mouth, Mrs. O'Donoghue said. That's what begs trouble. But you did grade them, Frank's mother said. At the top. That isn't his writing. Yes, Mrs. O'Donoghue said to Frank's mother. You see, I take them in for grading, then hand them back to the children. Then they hand them back in to have my grades recorded in the big book. It's all very simple, unless the children fail to comply. What a strange system, Frank's mother said. It was certainly the first Frank had heard of it, though it was considered impolite by the rules of society to mention this. And the two birds walked away, chatting away about differing perspectives on the failures of the system. Frank followed, but after ducking into the bathroom a moment, and then placing the stash back on the top shelf unseen. What a strange woman, Frank's mother said on the way home. But you must respect her. She has developed a system. All her own, Frank said. <laughs>